Uh, check the mic, though, with you. Checking the mic. Checking the mic. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Fuck it. At least it was short this time. And speaking of short, it is our attention spans. Most of the time, short attention span theater, a big hot shot comedy show on the Comedy Central Network in the early 90s. Speaking of comedy show, I think you need to check out Breaking Bingo. That's right. The hot bingo game playing around the Salt Lake Valley, Utah, greater area, and upon the United States. All the listings are on BreakingBingo.com. You can check them out. It's bingo. Win gifts, win food, win all sorts of fun stuff. Check it out. BreakingBingo.com. Bingo. Also. At a bar. Now hiring. Check it out. I think more of that information will be listed at BreakingBingo.com. I feel like I, uh, I feel like I want to say I'm kind of always disappointed when uh, people don't like funny people. We we know funny people. We know funny people, and uh, I think they should fucking apply. It's, it's a great way you get a little bit of cash, a little bit of cash, a little bit of money. Throw out there if you like a night out. Find the night that works for you. You can even get a nice little tab right there at the bar. It might be for you people. It's a way to express yourself with what I always find the greatest. Tool to any stand-up, which is you tell a bad joke, no one laughs. Guess what you get to do? B two, and everyone's back in your. In side. fact, I think I tried to make a comedy show out of that one time. Didn't well, go that well. Well, that can. That's for the archives. So, well, yeah. In summation, mm. comedy then bingo, funny, bingo then comedy, no good. You heard it here first, folks. The algorithm has been set by <laughs> MIT. It's out there on their website. Check it out. Bingo versus V. Well, look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Another edition of the Holy Slotcast, something I enjoy doing very much with my good friend Ryan Holyoke. And as two people uh, in their between 20 and 40 years old, even on greater <laughs> How than that, old are you? we have to do a podcast. As two people, we have to do oh. it. We have to. I thought you were saying the difference between our two ages. <laughs> like, I know I'm pushing 40, but what the fuck, you're 20? I am like Yoda. I am 900 years old, and I am living to just, I was on this planet to get to a podcast. I lived as long as I could to get to a podcast. Mm. Isn't that astonishing? It is. It is, my friend, your Irish accent. My friend, I'm glad to be here. What has been going on? We've had, what, two weeks? We've had two weeks since the last I think one. more than that. Really? I feel like, what was the last one we did? We did one about goose. I feel like the last spoofs. two were pretty aloof. I love them. Again, Mama Schlage, if you're listening, I love you, Mother. You're one of the greatest humans I've ever known, let alone my sweet mother. She listens. She loved the episode with the On a Utah Highway. <laughs> Look in the archives for that if you haven't listened to it. It's a hot one. Did you see our good friend Claytonius? I've heard of him. On He was on this podcast. You just never heard of it. On Facebook, he said... um. Best Utah songs or songs about Utah. Go. Oh, shit. And I wanted to put on that song. Well, you know I why? Couldn't, I couldn't I find s- it. I sent, oh, fuck. I sent him a thing. I think it what start, uh, started it was that there was this band called Fuck. I'm going to already called forget fuck? it. Fuck? It was called Fuck, and I forgot about it. And they did a song called Utah, which I did a YouTube search on, and uh, Clayton turned me on to this. There's a song in 1985 made by some local goofs, some guys hanging around the Utah Salt Lake Valley. It was called Utah something dumb Nevada. I could probably pull it up right now. It's a great song, but 
Do you ever hear about the? Did he put it on there? Was that like one of the songs he listed? What were the other songs besides "Beehive State" by Randy Newman? I've played yep. on this podcast numerous times. Yeah, no one did that. It is someone did that, right? Every time he posts a question like that, and they're great questions. Don't get yeah. me wrong. This oh. is not an indictment of oh, him. Oh, anyway. maybe one of the reasons but he's I, not on the podcast. He recorded a whole episode <laughs> with him. I find myself wanting to be like, "Oh, what is the?" coolest most uh underground but interesting and accessible song possible and then i get lost in my own world I'm um okay. i the easiest one the best one is something that's dear to my heart which is that randy newman song called that was on there which is weird because it's starts off as a very kansas song and then it goes the other way this is the song i'm talking about by our good friends plague of locusts huh. have you not heard this no this would hit the rage because Ladies and gentlemen, Beast with a Million Eyes, an awful film. Well, we have some great music for you here tonight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, KUTV Plague so of Locusts. Plague of Locusts on local TV, 1985. When they were looking for a new Utah song, that's why it all started. That's why they made this. It's a great song, actually. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Plague of Locusts, Utah, gateway to Nevada. little saxophone guess where they hung out and were a bartender at times juniors where was the old juniors uh kitty corner to the sitting county building i came out west from cleveland that's enough i think (laughs) (laughs) get to you gotta wait till the they change it up I got stuck in the gateway. Like the gateway? Precursor the gateway? 20 years earlier. The hobos bought me Operation Rio Grande. Utah gateway to Nevada. I'm bored, but what the heck's it matter? That's a great one. Play what a great song. It's a good do you have any songs with really long intros we could listen to? <laughs> I've got the Yao Ming collection, where it's just a cello with one note. So Yao Ming? For, whatever. The fucking basketball player? Yeah, Yao Ming. He uh, played the cello like with his good uh, counterpart, countryman, uh, Yao Ming. So, Yo-Yo Yo Ma? Yo-Yo Ma. Mm. That's why I said you just didn't hear it. No, and if you heard <laughs> otherwise on the podcast, you were wrong, because I said the right one. And it's like that uh, McGurk effect. You can look it up. That if uh, you can see the person talking, it changes how it sounds. Oh, that's a fun fact. So when I hear you speak, it sounds so great to my ears, but the podcast listeners not might like it. I thought it, the vi- vice versa. Hey, everybody. Blah, blah, belch. That's what I do. Apparently, people love it. Uh, I don't think so. Well, I think we're down to your mother and yeah. my sister are the only two people that listen to it. God bless you out there, yo, listeners out there, that podcast fandom, which you will have a special treat next week, may or may not be what? Our... I got lost down the rabbit hole. I was trying to think. Listen, this is pretty typical of you for getting big, significant dates, something that I spent a lot of time on, got all dolled up for next week. I can already see it happening. You got pre-dolled up? Uh, it's our year anniversary next week, my friend. That's crazy. And we will be bo- bluing, blowing, we'll be blowing, we'll each, be blowing other. each other on the radio. <laughs> Sorry, Pauline. <laughs> It'll be a new adventure into this podcast, <laughs> the Smut Podcast. We had a focus group. How can we alienate <laughs> our only listener? <laughs> the only people listen. <laughs> Well, it'll be exciting next week, and I think there'll be a lot of tricks up our sleeves. But I heard about something this week 
Because you and I like to get around on the old bicicleta. Well, I used to. Oh, boy. What happened, my good friend? I heard that that bicicleta is now in the hands of someone walking around the streets getting that for scrap. Well, they're not walking. They're riding my bike. Oh, baby. Yeah, I was sitting on the goddamn on my couch, I feel like I could have done something, but then I also feel like, well, anyways, all also, that to say, yeah. I was sitting on the porch, heard some noises. Couldn't you quite weren't tell sitting on the porch; happening. you were sitting inside your house. <laughs> I was on my bike. He's on two hundred cell. <laughs> I don't know where I was. I was on my couch. He was in a trance space. He was doing meditation yoga. I was astral traveling <laughs> in playing? Tibet. Oh boy. What a funny goof. I love jokes, <laughs> but tell me what happened. A fucking, fucking person stole my bike. They got the. What do you call this? I was going to call it the Jaws of Life, but that's like the hydraulic press. The someone, bolt cutters. Someone from the fire department <laughs> were like, this is a fire hazard, and bolted off your bicycle and took it to the yeah. home base where the firefighters are riding around laughing and talking about how dumb you are. Which is interesting because you can get your bike registered mm. at... Fire stations. It's one big old scheme just to get your bikes. We're going to take these jaws of lights. We're going to go door to door at these registered bikes. Yeah, God didn't uh, register his bike. Let's go fucking take it from him. Hey, I saw an unregistered bike down on 900 South. Let's go get this funk. And they got you. They got you good. They used some bolt cutters. Clipped. I have. I know it's a cable lock, but it was a <sighs> thick cable. They got right through it. Also, I hate the idea of them profiling because your house has had incidences of stupid well, speaking of Operation Rio Grande, I think Ooh. this was I think this was the riffraff being pushed out of downtown area and uh, coming out to the suburbs. <laughs> we should do a whole podcast on that because that is a uh, adequate uh, response to the whole Operation Rio Grande of those who are outside of the Salt Lake Valley. There's no one. But to let you know, there's the first one. <clears throat> and the second one, there is a operation going on that our city, county, state leaders have joined together to do something to take care of this homeless thing that isn't in every city, that isn't caused by the way that the United States is set up. They are trying to take care of homelessness. But what it does when you take away Amsterdam, what does it cause? Them to go to the weird parts of the city, including 900 Southland underneath. That's where I live. Come and get me. But I'm sorry, buddy. Your poor bike was on your porch. But joke's on them. Oh! They used a small piece of cloth. You rub the entire thing with Hepe, and they all have Hepe now. They all have Hepe. Uh-huh. They used a small piece of cloth to wrench my bike. So how do you think that worked? You found a bi- you found a cloth. You were it was just- like a piece of pant. It was like a small chunk of pant. A leg. sheared pair of pants. So I think that you sure were- this wasn't just one of your pants falling away as you walked Shit, into the house. That doesn't bode well for me. Oh boy! But here you you found the evidence after your bike was gone was a broken lock mm-hmm. and this chunk of pant. Oh boy! Was it denim? Uh, it was like corduroy. Corduroy. Oh, that was loud. Corduroy. And I think they were using it to like, brace themselves when they were using the bolt cutters because I think they had to apply a, a large amount of force. And or, so they softened the blow with a small pinch chunkle. Ah, man, this piece of corduroy is now making me think. I agree with that theory. I think that's a valid theory. I also think, did they try to put it over the lock to dampen the noise? Like, could that be a thing? Or Maybe. as their escape, they it already didn't had, have a slice in it, though. Did they have a? Did they have tattered rags? And as they tried to make their harrowing escape away from taking your sweet bicyclette, which already had a the, lot of, they needed some tightening. It was already a loud bike. Oliver, the street urchin's small chunk of pantaloon, got caught on the chain. There it was. What if it was by the corduroy bandit who's just going to leave a cloth of corduroy oh. to show what he did? Well, he won't be around too long because guess what? Oh, boy. I cursed him. I 
put a, a satanic curse on the bike thief. See, I want to know this. this. When you first said this to me, I was confused because not many religions have in their repertoire an ability to curse thy foul. I don't know. Maybe the Catholic Church does. I don't know. Maybe you don't read your rosemary. Well, Italians can, like, you know, scrape, scrape their chin. A. And it's like. I'm scraping my chin right now. A. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Eat the salami. I don't know. Yeah. It's salami rotten. But yeah, I don't think that's, like, codified. Codified? Codified. I don't think the Methodists have a way to curse people. Do they have a way to curse people? No, you're supposed to turn the other cheek. Ooh, and we are talking mouth, uh, face, or butt cheeks. You're supposed to spread your butt cheeks. That's, the, that's what <laughs> Jesus was preaching on the Sermon and on the Mount. And so what Gar did was spread hair, said Jesus' butt cheek, and sprayed the pond, the fecal matter, onto the corduroid. Well, let's just cut to the chase. So when I was 17, <laughs> I was a very butt-hurt man, speaking of butts. Hey, speaking of butts! Uh, that's a- and so I... Turn to Satanism, and to be fair, it's not—it's hey, hey, not fair. actual Satanism. Hey, and to be fair, who didn't cut? Who didn't just who didn't? look to Satanism? You know, all young men do it. It's just—it's just a fun way to say I don't want to be Christian no more. Maybe I'll be a Satanist. Ah, and then you grow up and you're like, I don't need this no more. It turns out it's all kind of a goof. Until someone steals your bike and you're so upset because your deductible and your home insurance is 500 bucks your bike was only worth 400 bucks you're out the bike hey and talking about the true satan uh, insurance companies am i right seriously thank you so i remembered my satanic bible no you felt a tap tap on the back of your shoulder and it was good old satan saying i got you you praised to me as a young child i got a way to remedy this corduroy issue Caught corduroid handed. Corduroid clothed. Corduroid. No hands. So you look in the book and there's like a whole section of cursings. It's did you have a... more do you have did you have multiple curses to choose from? No, it's like it says uh, here's how you can curse. It's great to have a something of theirs, uh, but you don't need to, and then you can do any of these number of things. How many in And the... I didn't want to I didn't want to when I was younger and I did them, it was fun. Okay, that's my next I, question. I bought all this shit. How many curses have you given? Are are you practicing the art of satanic curse? This cursing? is my third official curse. Because it's weird when you took one of a bunch of my toilet paper one day, <laughs> you did you said curse you satanic. It always helps if there's a fecal connection. Listen, when you <laughs> were over my toilet cursing me, I felt very uncomfortable. Well, that was the curse I put on you. <laughs> May he feel slightly discomforted. And I do this day. I will say this curse is in full effect because I got a... Oh, wait, I take it back. Four curses. Oh, boy. You've done four? These are legitimate curses. Only two are like all the... I'm not going to ask you to go through all of them, but can you give me the top four? <laughs> well, I, it's just the four. I know. That's nice. Oh, I get it. There was a joke. So, hey, everybody, the cursing joke joke. Do you have the uh, awooga horn? I, the only way I know when jokes happen is if you have the awooga horn. It would be really... Oh, shit. I got... Okay, say, keep on saying what you're saying. Uh, one was an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> she was number one. How old were you? Uh, 17? 16? How much did you wrong her? Or was it... Uh, do you look back now? No. You felt it was... Do I look back now? No. I look back in my no. Satan cursing days and I feel like I mean, it was the, justified. I don't know. What do you... I mean, it like, was silly. It was junior... I don't know. It was a junior year in high school. It's like... She like went with the guy with the Letterman jacket and so I fucking sent Satan on her. And then... Oh my lord. <laughs> and then... 
some guy wanted to fight me at school and I was scared. <laughs> and again, it was the whole call the police. That's the right mode of action. Satan police. Wait, wait. So wait, 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 wait. Why? What would? What did he want to fight you about? Because think about it, why do people pray? No, no, no. I want to know why you wanted to curse this guy. What did he want to fight you about? Because I, he said I was gay, and I said, hell yeah, I'm gay, and he was really mad about it. And so oh, then when I knew it would make him mad to tell him I was gay, I just kept doing it. And he, oh. He was very upset with me. You were ahead of the fight for the LGBTQ community. Way ahead of that curve. You're kind of a Martin Luther King, I would say. But they distanced kind of themselves from me when they found out I was a Satanist. What? They're like... <laughs> I like how I basically asked you to bring out the fucking soundboard and I'm like, what the fuck did I do? This is the chickens coming home to roost. Don't use the powers of Satan. They'll find uh, dark and mysterious ways to ruin your life. What? Um, so I just want to get back. So I know there's the ex-girlfriend. There's the uh, bully. That's two. What are the other two besides the corduroy? Another guy who's being kind of a bully. I think you got a little curse happy for a minute. I think you got no, a little... This is like over the course of 20 years. Four curses. How come I got super quiet all Well, time? just because I realized that our headphones were super loud. That's why it <laughs> oh. was super loud. I can't control it. Ladies and gentlemen, I am under the control of this sweet man who is in the toilet. You know what I mean? All this to say. Self-destruct sequence. So the third guy, what did he do? It doesn't hopefully matter. he didn't know. Hopefully he wasn't as horrible as that second one who made inappropriate comments. Now the third one probably didn't deserve it, and I freaked him right the fuck you out. You got a little saint happy. Now were you doing these in front of them or in front of people? You're not typically supposed to do it in front of them, but the third one was in front of him, and it freaked what? him out. <laughs> okay, well, what what happened? Because I'll tell you, please. The only power a satanic curse has is the power that people that receive it are willing to bestow upon it. Well, so also, that guy was freaked uh, the fuck out. You gave him a thinner moment. You were like that old lady in Thinner. Do you remember the movie Thinner? Thinner? The, was it um, the lispy version of Sinner? <laughs> You're thinning. Stop thinning. Oh, my God. It's going back to why you gave the second guy that curse. Here's the deal. Thinner was the first in the attempt of the Tales from the Crypt world to franchise mm. in movie form. Their show, and it was, remember Thinner was where he was a super fat guy. He he was a uh, worked at some bank or something. He did something against his Native American, and this guy gave him a curse to be thinner, and he got super thin. He was super happy, and then by the end, he's just bones. Tales from the. Was that before or after the blood one? The blood. It was chalice. called the Blood Meridian. Chalice of the Blood. It was called Game of Blood, and it was the hot show on HBO. No, the one Dark Knight is the one that had the blood in it. Not it was like, it was like something Not of Dark blood. Dark the Dark. the fuck. God damn it! Curse me now, Satan! I don't remember <laughs> these tales from the crypt. It was the bucket of blood. The uh, no, it's the, the blood. Jesus blood that they collected. Jesus blood, and then you pass it on. Oh fuck! Tales, Fr- keep going about t- what Satan is clearly taking. What did he do podcast? to you? Well, we're cursed because we don't remember the Tales from the Crypt movies. I think someone gave me a t- movie. Ooh, here we go. Here we go. Now we're on hot track. What did the third guy do to you? That's what it I doesn't understand. matter. I want to. It explain. doesn't matter. I want it to explain. D- Demon Knight. Demon Knight. That has the Jesus blood. Is there not one called something about blood? 
Yes, there is. I'm going to find it. I'm going to work hard on this. I'm going to never give up until I treat you with respect and the fact that I found out what the movie was called. This is not what I was looking for. Ladies and gentlemen, this is called Wikipedia Search, the new hit game show from the Holy Schlodcast. What up with those Tales from the Crypt movies? I'm going to find one right now. It's called Fuck You. No, these are all dumb. These aren't the ones I'm looking for. Am I just up in the night? Bordello of Blood. Yeah. Starring Dennis Miller. Starring Dennis Miller. Now tell us about how the whole Hey, act- babe. I did a satanic curse, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. By 1990, my fucking career is going to be over, babe. I'm no, it's, I was after 2000s when One, he became a right-wing in Republican. Th- in three years, babe, I'm going to be on uh, Monday Night Football, babe. Speaking of 9-11. Hey! <laughs> it's 9-11. <laughs> hey, everybody. Just to remind you, it's 9 did you see that amazing oh, I forgot. Smash Mouth tweet today? Yeah, oh. and VeggieTales. Oh, misappropriation. Tell me about the fucking corduroy. How does it work? Read the passage out loud to these people from memory. Uh, I'm gonna now be- I can say it? Yes. The whole reason you do a curse is because you're powerless. It's just frustrating when someone steals your fucking bike and there's nothing you can do. What are you saying? <sighs> you said amen. Uh, Shem Hum Farash. Uh, Schlegel asked what do Satanists say instead of amen anyways I don't believe in Satan I'm just very upset all the time and I can't pray because I don't believe in God so I need something else and I don't need it often just every now and again I need to get mad and curse somebody so you whip out that satanic bible you curse a chunk of pant leg that someone left in your porch because they stole your bike and then your neighbor walks by when you're sitting there holding up a pant leg in front of your garbage can and you've got the satanic bible in your hand and you're mumbling to yourself and then your neighbor doesn't like you anymore because he thinks you're the devil. Now, I think you need to describe to the people why. (laughs) Please explain how the neighbor was seeing this all played out. No idea of the robbery. They just look out. What time of night was this at? It was broad daylight. Oh, shit. What time? Noon. <laughs> you were ready, sober, ready to do a satanic ritual. Yeah. So he looks out of his window. Or no, he came outside. He was outside. I didn't see him during. I just saw him immediately after, and he looked at me in such a way that made me feel like, oh, he must have seen. So what did he see? Please describe what he would have seen. Well, I, I didn't want to touch the piece of cloth barehanded, so I got a latex glove, <laughs> put the latex glove on. I go out there, and I was glad, because when I looked at the pen leg, it was covered in bugs. Oh, boy. And I kind of felt like that maybe Satan had already taken its grasp. It, it, it proactively... It was trying to destroy it. And so I took the chunk of pant... I held it aloft over my garbage can and with my rubber glove on. And in the, my left hand, I had my tattered satanic Bible. <laughs> muttered the invocation of You're Satan. You're not wearing any clothes different I than I was you naked. It was the day I was born. You had pig's blood all over your body. A lot of pig's blood. Uh, this ratter, uh, Raggedy Ann uh, book you had in your hand, the uh, beautiful satanic uh, Bible. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, Do you remember the words at all from memory? What does it involve? How long is it? Like a paragraph? It's not long. It's like three or four pages to do the invocation. Three or four pages? And have big text. A lot of spaces. So your fucking neighbor might be doing some yard work, we're assuming. Yeah, Maybe he took he's the... doing like home improvement. And he just looks over and you're like... Is it not? <laughs> but, listen, it's all Did me. Did you look at him and go, my bike. Oh, um, uh, my bike. My bike. All this to say, 
It's it's just a fun little goof to blow off some steam. But then I think it's the cathartic little, as could be. Yeah. But it's ruined and undermined by my fear that perhaps something bad like all those movies where you you make a wish and then it comes back and haunts you in a way you didn't perceive. Well, that's kind of like Pinocchio, a wish upon a star, and then you try so to be some happen. donkey boy. Because like I cursed the pant leg and then chunked it in the garbage can, and then it touched other things that like Ooh. of my wife's, and I was oh, like, oh shit! I hope boy. that curse doesn't rub off. So then I smashed it deeper into the garbage, away from her stuff. I think Satan would have appreciated the smashing of it to the other side. Listen, Not- the guy did the curse who touched the other stuff, but hey, he tried to smash it away from the other stuff. <laughs> I love. Well, we'll only put a little. I love this guy. A little curse residue on the other stuff, so uh, they'll get diarrhea one day. Out of all the things I'm working on, the Trump administration, I'm working on these uh, hurricanes to kill everybody. But I'm going to take a little bit of time. I'm going to notice what this boy's doing, uh, taking this corduroy <laughs> cloth, uh, smashing into a dumpster. But he used a rubber glove so hey buddy you know what sometimes you gotta get a little nasty with stuff and that's why i'm segueing from that story to something i will we know is going to be the main theme of this night it is this who is the suave oh wait fuck this (laughs) that's not it at all but there's a little introduction oh fuck youtube has like a Fucking advertisement, just like Satan would. To it's a it's Satan. It's sorry, it's, I brought this on our own podcast. Give me a beat. Oh, this is nasty. We love long intros. We we love long intros. Do you know what this is? I believe I don't I, I don't think your first name is Baby. I think it's Janet. <gasps> You're dead on. Do you know what it is? I kept saying the name of the song. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Nice! It is Janet Jackson nasty off of her third album, Control. And the reason I bring this up is because it is deemed the first true album of what we're talking about for our main topic of tonight, that new Jack Swing. Oh! Was it from the music video? Because what I was saying was, my first name ain't baby. It's Janet, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. What's that from? Well, I don't know, but that... Isn't it from this song? Probably. Let's listen. This one did. Uh-huh, I know. This, my friend, if you've not been informed before, you may have heard of it if you're a music fan. I'm a big fan of it. There was a musical genre that was birthed in the mid to late 80s called New Jack Swing. And it is something I've been obsessed with a long time because once you start liking music and going down the rabbit hole, you find out different musical genres. And there's this thing that kept popping up in record stores and online. It was called New Jack Swing. And I couldn't put my head around it. I was like, what the fuck? It has, like, swing is the only part of it that is connected to any other musical genre. But New Jack? What the fuck does that mean? So I became obsessed with it. And for the last several... You've always loved... A good jack. Oh, and how to swing on it. You know what I mean? 
hands. I'm keeping it new. Uh, but I, my friend, have looked up and done some research on this by this wonderful website. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Wikipedia. Wicca what? Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia Britannica. Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia Brit Fastania. That, that was nothing. That wasn't even a joke. Encyclopedia Britannica. This was the thing before Wikipedia calls New Jack Swing most pop-oriented rhythm and blues music since Motown. Because what How it was, my friend... How many other movements were there between Motown and New Jack? Well, between you and I, there's a lot on my end, not on your end. Oh! oh! He suffers from constipation. Ladies and gentlemen, I will say that to its root, New Jack Swing is basically mixing R&B with hip-hop beats. So what they did, I found this out. At the in the mid '80s, you had all these rappers. You had all these people who were trying to sing and make music, and then you had people who were like, "The rappers don't like the singers. The singers don't like the rappers. What if we take the beats that the hip hop guys are doing? We make them synth. We're making them off a beat machine. We add maybe a little <laughs> bit of instrumentation around. And that's where they got the jack from. And they got the it's all the beat machine. They got oh, I've got that whole thing from here. But basically, New Jack Swing is how to make singers able to sing along with hip-hop beats. Mm. And so they basically took the SP-1200, the Roland TR-808. The SPF-50. You rub sunblock all over your face, go into the studio, and go, he's a master. And that's how you came up with New Jack Swing. That's all it basically is, my friend. New Jack Swing is... When you take beautiful hip-hop beats that you actually construct, you're not sampling. There's no sampling involved. Use those drum machines, maybe like some bass and guitar on top, and those beautiful R&B vocals, and you've got yourself New Jack Swing, which became super popular, especially after Janet Jackson's third album, Control, which we just listened to, which is deemed the first true New Jack Swing I just have album. to say, that nasty, like I can't hear someone, ra- I can't imagine someone rapping. Oh my god! Oh, I can't imagine someone I'm rapping. I'm gonna put a curse on you from <laughs> Satan, because you can't spy. Don't worry, I've already been hoisted by my own petard. <laughs> John Luke Petard. You know that? Hoist by your own Petard. What is that? It's a phrase that means being undone by your own scheme. Just like John Luke Petard was in in Star Trek, the next undoing of his life. Hoist nine, engage. My big thing about this genre is that it is just so specific of the late 80s and early 90s of our childhood. And that's why I wanted to bring it up. And in fact... The way that it was deemed and called New Jack Swing was from a 1987 article, October 18th, from the Village Voice. Just recently ended their print. Oh, really? Yep. Good to know. It was a profile of Teddy Riley, who's really... (laughs) Oh, there you go. Good words. Hey, way to go. Keep speaking. I want to shoot animals. Make New Jack Swing. I got this New Jack Swing. That's how he sounds, by the way, on record. New Jack Swing. Teddy Riley uh, also went to the Badlands of North Dakota and came up with New Jack Swing. That was a true fact because <laughs> he's like Teddy Roosevelt. TR, as we like to call him. TR had a profile, Teddy Riley. And they came, this, is how they t- this is how they came up with the, the term New Jack Swing. This is what I wanted to know the most. New Jack was a slang term meaning Johnny Come Lately. And do you know? I don't like a jack of all trades. Jackie come lately. (laughs) 
<laughs> Jack of all trades. Danny Gablely. Jack the Ripper. Jackie Boy. Johnny Be Good. Jack Nicholson. Johnny Appleseed. Uh, Ventura. Jack Straits. Jackie in the Straits. Jackie in the Straits. These are all very, <laughs> these are all Jack related terms. But Johnny Come Lately, it was used in a uh, by yeah, Grandmaster Cuz in a Cold Crush Brothers song. And that's where Jack was used formally. What's now, with the, what's with all these Grandmasters? I know, right? Well, there's a lot of D&D fans out there and they were rap fans. That was one of the things that no one knew. Now, the other thing I got to know about the swing part, and this was the most weird part of the article for me was that the uh, the author of the article was trying to say swing connects the f- speakeasy era music that people would listen to blacks mostly uh, of the time to the more current day and this is not me who's saying this this is the author to the more current crack houses and that's what he was trying to make a connection to hence the term new jack swing Jack of all trades. Did you hear that last part? Uh, crack. That the guy in the article was saying people were listening to swing in the speakeasies and then they were listening to it in the, the crack houses. Huh. That's why we're adding swing to it. So new Jack swing. That's how they came to it. Isn't that? I don't know. Find it, I find it a little weird. I don't know. I don't. I feel like TR Teddy Riley was not necessarily in a crack house. But whatever. Riley said of New Jack Swing, quote, I define the term as the a new kid on the block uh, who's swinging it. A new kid on the block who's swinging it. And the first band to bring it to true white color or white culture from a white base was New Kids on the Block. Uh 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 but that's how you connect it to. That's like so white that invented. Sound. New Jack Swing. That's Got right. it. No, I believe it's the classic move of whites. They appropriated black music and made it their own. That's what they did there. But basically, the New Jack Swing was all about rappers and, and, and singers not getting along. So this guy was like, listen, how do we make music that singers who are great R&B singers in the black community who are not doing rap because they're not they don't rap, but we take the rap beat and we put it underneath singing and you got yourself New Jack Swing. And something that made me very happy was that in the article, it cites my personal favorite. Actually, the first album I had as a kid, it was a VHS, or VHS, it was a cassette tape of the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack, which was heavily prevalent in New Jack Swing and featured the number one artist, Bobby Brown, who is dubbed the king of New Jack Swing with this song. The New Jack King. Too close to home. They call the ghost buses and they're in control. Kids. Shit. On the back. And they split. We go, I'm master of evil. You'll battle my boys? That ain't legal. Bobby Brown, the king of New Jack Swings. You know what? I just can't forgive him for what he did to Whitney. Also a new Jack Swing artist in her early days. That's part of How to Become New Jack Swing. But, no, that was, 
Oh boy. But no, the uh, Bobby Brown, King of New Jack Swing, it took over the radio waves and was a huge popular uh, music genre from the late 80s, early 90s. In fact, you could probably say the last time it was dominant was Madonna's 1992 album, Electro... I forgot to look it up, but she, she had a couple of New Jack Swing songs, but that was kind of the tail end because New Jack Swing just morphed into what is modern day R&B and some rap started to move into more New Jack Swing. New Jack Swing never really truly ended. It just kind of mixed into all the genres of the up until today. But just the idea that Ghostbusters 2, I watched that because I was a young kid who loved Ghostbusters, but I was being inundated. I didn't realize this with New Jack Swing on that album. I love it. You know, it don't mean a thing unless Unless you got got that that New Jack Swing. But my friend, burp number 15, I wanted to segue this into something I'm a big fan of, which is... Wikipedia has a weird way of just claiming things are musical, what the musical genres that make up certain bands. And I think that you are very good at this. And I wanted to give you a test based off of musical artists, what they would have as listed as their musical genres from Wikipedia. And the first one I want to do is Tori Amos, my friend. Tori Amos, what do you think Wikipedia lists as her musical genres? And I will say to you right now, she has, oh my God, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven genres. How would you describe Tori Amos in musical genres? And let's see if you match up to Wikipedia. Like uh, feminist songstress. Too complicated. Let's go down to basics. I will say three of them end in the word rock. Piano rock. One! You got one! Yes, that's one. Now you've got one, two, three, four, five, six to go. Girl rock. Nope. Woman rock. Nope. Way more simpler than that. One of them is very iconic from the early 90s. Not alt rock? Alt. Say the alternative. Full, that's two. Alternative rock is what we describe. Tori Amos. She's not rock. There's no rock anywhere. She in there. has three different genres describing her as rock: piano rock, alternative rock, and the last one, pussy rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do a say kind of terse on your lips because you what? got that pussy lips. <laughs> Give me the third one. Um, the most popular form of pop rock. That's three, pop my rocks. friend. No, oh my god. Now, the, <laughs> the next two, the next, the last three, they, uh, oh my God, there's another. Okay. So there's one, two, three, four left. Two of them end in pop, but you have to guess the word that begins those two. Piano pop. No. Pussy pop. No. <laughs> you have to and this is hilarious. Just uh, so you know, I found some tapes in my basement. Oh, cool. Did you do a satanic <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> Enjoy that little dip. Wait, you found No, pa- but one of them. Alter Amos. Really? So, before you get mad at me for calling her Pussy Pop. You or, are or there. You've rock, been there from the beginning. I was pussy whipped by Tori Amos as a young lad. I, I, see, like, it's not one of those things where you dig your own grave and I'm like, don't know if we should bury you in it or just let you just. That's what I'm saying. I like and love 
Tori Amos. And that's why I'm going to say pussy. Now, my friend, <laughs> what do you think hey, about... Hey, you've I, got two pops. One of the words I don't even think I can pronounce. And the other one I is... I think we should just bag this whole fucking episode. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? We're at 39. You I feel just uh, condemned my whole saying pussy over and over again. Oh, no, no. no first of all, I'll make that clear. Pussy is no word you should be afraid to say and say pussy loud and clear. <laughs> what I'm saying is that you... <laughs> You finding your tapes and just going, I got that pussy rock. That's what I was laughing at. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was just a silent moment. Well, you have to know, anytime you say anything, I'm going to find a way to make it hey, against me. Against yourself. And I am not saying anything against you or the word pussy. Unless I say it that way. Pussy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> now, you're still missing one, two, three, four. Four of the amazing genres described for Tori Amos. Two of them end in pop. And you were getting close. One of them is what I would more describe classical music, a type of classical Symphonic music. Symphonic pop. Now, uh, a type you Orchestral pop. No, they do it in a small cave. Or a small room. Oh, chamber. Chamber pop! No way. Is one of the ways they describe Tori Amos. The other one... <laughs> It looks like barbecue. <laughs> what? Also, roast beef pop. <laughs> uh, Pussy bar- uh, barbecue. Pop. It is baroque. A baroque. Two baroque girls. No, we're not talking about baroque Obama. We're talking about. <laughs> oh yes, baroque pop. Baroque okay. pop. And what about rococo pop? Rococo pop is there. <laughs> The last two do not have their singular words. One, they're both very different. We kind of uh, touched on one. Pussy. It is pussy. It, <laughs> <laughs> the type of music she did is pussy. Chamber, uh, pussy chamber. Chamber pussy. pussy. Yeah, pussy chamber. Everything you said is correct. No, one is chamber comes from. Pussy. <laughs> it's the original chamber. The answer is box. No, the answer is what does chamber come from? It comes from. You can't mouth it to me. Well, then say it. I don't know. Chamber. Chamber is a form of... Chamber of of commerce. Chamber is a form of... Chambre. Chambre is a form of... (laughs) Chimera. (laughs) The ancient mythical beast. Yes, that's it. Correct. That's it. Why don't you just tell me what it is? (laughs) Classical is what she's named. The last one is a very 90s thing, and you need to name it or I won't be... New Jack Swing. And that's how we end the show, everybody. No, it is what we would call like Moby or like techno. The other one for that, I don't know. The stupider version of techno. There's a stupider version of techno. Electronica. Oh, that is dumber than techno. True or false? I don't know. I think techno. I think if you said techno, people are gonna think you're a little stupider than if you said electronica. Listen, I'm into electronica these days. I'm going to listen to a lot of uh, Pussy Rockets. Look, you're, you're going to get fucking. Oh, you listen ha- to you're ter- going to get hate crimed whether or not you say techno or electronica. Why? Why? I love me some electronica. <laughs> hey, guys, are you listening to electronica? <laughs> Is it Tori? We should ask Clay to be like, top 10 electronica on Facebook these days. Oh, Pussy Pop? <laughs> Oh, you guys are listening to Tori Amos. That's the answer. <laughs> uh, please give me the four genres named under the uh, the band that you love, REM. Uh, alternative rock. 
named it. You didn't need a hint. You did it great. Maybe something like Southern Rock? Southern? No, no. The, uh, again, I fully feel like I've seen, I've gone down this rabbit hole where I click on genres that Wikipedia cites, name bands, and then when you click on that band, do not cite that as a type of genre. They have four. You've named one of them. Two of the others end in rock. I don't know. College college rock? You get it again, buddy. That's two. You've got only two left. One ending in rock. One ending in pop. The pop one you'll never get. Pussy pop. That's it. You get it. And Ryan Holyoke wins $4,000. a lifelong REM fan, I know what it's like. You do. Um, I just want you to know you have one rock left and one pop left. Keep saying it out loud. It's going to be Southern or something. Nope. Uh, slower. It was something that came out of the 60s New York Bob Dylan. Folk rock? Yes! Ugh. And then a pop? We got a pop? This one. Synth pop? Nope. You'll never get it. Okay, just tell me. I've never heard it in, until tonight. Do you want to just tell me? Yeah, I would love nothing else than to just tell you. Do you want to know? Yes. Jangle pop. Oh, yeah. Is that a thing? I didn't know this until like last year. Uh, Smiths, they're jangle pop. And once you wow. once you get that... Then you know what they all... You got that jangle. Of. Jangle pop, that's one of them. I want to do one that's really intense. This is for me. Because I think you could do it. What do you think the musical genres are listed under Skrillex? Skrillex. Dubstep. Yep. Uh, you've got one. You've got one, two, three, sh- four, five. Uh, four left. Four left. Shit. Yep. Shit's under there. Garbage. That's another that's, one. This is low-hanging fruit. Is that one of them? Low-hanging fruit? Yep. That's the third one. And you got them all. <laughs> I did it. You did it. No. What are the other ones? Uh, half your head shaved r- electronic music. God, how are you this good at it? You are just spot on. Uh, guys, you look like Corey Feldman synth. Another one, the fifth one. I didn't even know that was listed. It just popped up. You said it. It's on the list. Be spectacled electronica. There it is. You want to know the other four? <laughs> yes. EDM. Okay. Easy. Electro house. Duh. <laughs> Trap. 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 That's a musical genre. And post hardcore. Well, I don't know how to feel about those last two. I w- isn't trap music fucking... Trap music is... Southern, uh, oh, oh, what are the sci- stylistic origins of trap music? Oh, these are three great ones. Two of them end with hip-hop. One of them is a single word. S- Pussy and yep. Southern. And Tori Amos. That's the <laughs> other one. I don't know. Just tell me. Southern hip-hop. Hardcore hip-hop. And what did those equal to? One of our favorite genres from Little John or Little John, Little John, Juggalo, Crunk Baby. Crunk. That's what trap music is. Remember when I was trying to make Southern rock happen for REM? Turns out it was Southern. And in honor of our good friends who put up an amazing 9/11 post, because that's what we did. What are the stylistic? artistic genres of music that they classify smash mouth in my friend alternative rock hold on hold on let pop me give rock it. okay rock, on. rock you got you said alternative rock power oh no i didn't say power rock you said pop rock you got two i'll go ahead and say power rock power yep 
No, well, no power. And Guy pop. Fieri lookalike rock. And you got it. That's the last three. Alternative rock, pop punk. Pop punk. Pop rock. Power pop. And then our favorite genre of them all. Shit rock. Ska rock, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode. Can we just call it Skok? <laughs> I'm drowning in the skock right now. I've got nothing but a mouthful of skock. Oh. My friend, this has been another one. I want to do more of these, by the way, because I think that I've, we have tons to go through. Oh, wait. This is I'm my trying to think of a band that would have weird ones. Do you also. Because we did this. I feel like we first did this with Dave Matthews' band. Yeah. Yeah, I think we probably don't know this before. Uh, I will just say that. Like, do you want to know the first single I bought? ever CD form from media play it wasn't I thought you said it was already Bobby Brown nope my first cassette was Ghostbusters uh, 2 my first single on CD a song I'm gonna stick by the rest of them suck Gonna look like me. I love that bleach mouth. Oh, yeah. I've totally forgotten this song existed. All I can think of is somebody once told me the world has got a romance. But their true hit is. You think this was bigger? No, no. All Star was huge. Okay. But this. For those early smash heads like me, <laughs> smash, uh, smash holes is what they call themselves. That's my favorite thing. Oh. Smash the mouth. Smash the mouth. Get it? I, I love it. Let's do a satanic <laughs> curse on it. My friend, my name is Ryan Schlegel. This is. Holy Schlag. Well, also, you are. Slosh Mouth. Slosh Mouth. My good friend Slosh Mouth. This is the Holy Slosh Mouth. We'll be back next week for our year anniversary when you finally say, that's enough. Hippie chicks, all hypocrites. So don't I think he wrote these lyrics watching TV and just was like, supplies are running out. Cool organ. That's why I like this song. And for all those Holy Schlodcast fans, we will be meeting up at the Schlod Master, the Smash Mouth Appreciation Weekend. That's taking place at my apartment next week. We'll see you then. Love you so much. Holy Schlodcast coming back next week with a year anniversary. We're only getting better. <laughs> put away the crack before the crack. Put, put, the, put away the crap so before Bobby the crack. Brown. Oh, yeah. Crack. New Jack Swing. New Crack Swing. New Crack Swing. Smash Crack Swing. Smash Crack Swing. The new genre. That's what you have to do to listen to this music.
next weekend.